On today's show, the Dallas Mavericks go down 0-3 to the Golden State Warriors. What did we overestimate with this Dallas Mavericks team? Is the series over? Do they have any signs that they can make a comeback from down 0-3? We'll talk about all that and more on today's Lockdown Mavs. I'm Luka Doncic, and this is Lockdown Mavericks Podcast. I don't believe you shouldn't be here. Welcome. You are locked on to the Dallas Mavericks. My name is Nick Engstead, media member and NBA channel manager for the Locked On Podcast Network. Thanks for making Locked On Mavs your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms, including YouTube, where I'm sure the comment section will be cordial as hell today. <laughs> the best way to help grow the show is to comment anything below on YouTube. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. We're a five-day-a-week Dallas Mavericks podcast, including the off-season. No days off, except for like Saturday and Sunday. <laughs> But we don't stop when the Mavericks stop. Today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered the season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online, where the game starts. And joining me, as always, my co host, writer, and contributor at Mavs.com. The Wiggins Warrior, the one more thinking. What you got oh, for me, Isaac Harris? Andrew Wiggins, welcome to the NBA. Welcome to the dunker spot, Andrew Wiggins. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I was an insane, insane dunk. You know, obviously down 0 3, it sucks. There's no, there's no other way around it. It sucks really bad, but you know, it's, it's kind of like, uh, it's kind of like my, my daughter fell down on the sidewalk, um, uh, like last week and she like scraped her knee and it's like, obviously I love my daughter so much, but it's one of those moments where like she fell down, she chipped over something, she scraped her knee, we bandaged it up, you know, put the little neosporin on it and all this stuff. But it's like that moment of like, dang, I hate this that you scraped your knee. But it's like this learning moment too. Like you get stronger by that. And she's like, hey, I'm going to put the bandaid on it. I'm going to go. She walked like funny and, you know, but she's now she it's limp? like <laughs> she did. She kind of like waddled <laughs> and it was like the, the funniest thing. And you think she flopped into the, into the pavement. <laughs> she didn't flop. <laughs> Uh, but no, you know, that in a way, that's kind of like how I'm viewing this, this Mavericks, you know, series right now that it sucks, man. It really does. As Mavs fans, this is the last thing we wanted. We wanted this series to bounce back in game three and say, Hey, we got this be two one with game four coming. But man, it, it just Golden State's playing really dang good basketball. We're going to talk about why they lost this game and everything. But I'm looking at it right now, saying this is a learning moment from for them. We'll talk about the things they, they can get better at and things that they failed at. Somebody tweeted at me tonight and said, "Hey, shouldn't we just be glad that we're here?" You know, the, the Armoreus tweeted at both of us said, "In the beginning of the season, could you imagine the Mavs would even make it this far?" What if we, I told you? We've been saying this the whole time before this series. After the Jazz series, we said, it's a success. This season is a success because just making it past the first round was that step. They obviously beat the Suns. And now this Warriors series has happened. We'll talk about, we'll view it from that angle after this series is over. But for right now, we can be in this moment and be like, I think you can ride the in-between of, man, I'm glad we're here. This was a successful season. And this still sucks at the same time. It's a sucky feeling. One would say that this Mavericks team is light years ahead of where they they expected to be <laughs> years uh i w- i was visibly frustrated after this game 
After I, this game? Like 10 minutes ago. Not even that. Like two I minutes say, ago. Well, it is currently still after this game. From now until the end of time is considered after this game. Uh, Isaac was like poking fun at me and like make um, like throwing jokes at me because he was he was like had that same exact like mentality he just said and I was just sitting here visibly frustrated so I think we're gonna I think we're gonna ride both lines here on, <laughs> on the show today. You were mad because you're reading Warriors tweets right now. That does no good. <laughs> they, were, they were unhinged, <laughs> not as unhinged as some of their reporters, but definitely unhinged. Um. The Mavericks, it, it, was, it was right there for them. Like, it was right there. And a couple of these games have been right there for them, right? Like, they have mm. leads in some of these games. There's just moments where you're like, they're right there. They have this. Like, there's there's moments where you just feel like they can get there. But their margin of vic- their margin of error is just so small. It's so small yeah. in a series like this, especially playing a team like this in the Warriors. And for the Warriors to have – all the talent that they have. I mean, that was that was clear from the start. This Warriors team is so talented. The Warriors are, are more talented than the Suns, right? They have they have more guys, and they were missing a ton of those guys throughout this this season. And they had been putting it all together. They're finally back and pretty much all healthy at this point. And it's just all come together for this Warriors team in a way that it just hasn't come together for the Mavericks in this series. Now it came together for the Mavericks in the Suns series, but. All that stuff builds up, and all that, all the minutes, and all the different things. Like it wears. I mean, this has not been the Dorian Finney-Smith that we've been used to seeing. He had three offensive rebounds in this game, which is a positive. We, he hit two of his threes, but this is not a Dorian that we've seen, you know, in, in the past. Because he's got to chase around Steph Curry. They just make it yeah. hard for you. This team, this Warriors team, makes it so hard for the Mavericks to win the way that they want to win. And uh, they they look over they look overmatched right now, and it just is what it is. And uh, I'm. I'm frustrated because it was right there for him. And, and Luka has played well offensively. Brunson has, has gotten his stuff. Dinwiddie finally played a really good game at 26 points in this game. Nobody hit a three, and that's the margin of margin of error for the Mavericks. It's just if they don't hit threes, everything else falls apart. And they went 13 of 45 in this game, hit 29% of their threes, and it, it just didn't work for them. It, it wasn't in the cards. Yeah, we said this a little bit ago uh, before we started the pod that you know they're finding they're losing in different ways. Like we, a lot of times yeah. we talk about how great teams, you know, win in different ways and all these different schemes or whatever. And uh, Dallas is now you know, three games in. They're losing different ways of, you know, in game two they were up by nineteen points. They blow that lead. They end up, you know, they give up one hundred and twenty six points to the Warriors. They score one hundred and seventeen points in that game. And it's like, dang, where was the defense in this game? You can't give up 126 points. Like if you put up 117 on the Warriors, you need to be walking away from that game, especially if you were up by 19. You have to walk away from that game with a win. And you hit 21 three-pointers. But they lost. It- How about this? A new another new way for the Mavericks to win? They were they've been negative in to lose. all in they've been to lose. They've been negative. In all of the Luca minutes, yeah, yeah, I've seen somebody with that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like they've been so negative in all the Luca minutes. Like the Mavericks just don't win games when Luca is. Neg- he was a negative nineteen in this game. He was a negative. Um, he was a negative twelve in game two. He was a negative thirty in game one. Like they just they don't win games, and now it's it's they're losing Luca minutes. Like they just don't lose Luca minutes usually during the playoffs. And uh, this has been a series where he, they're losing them comfortably like very visibly losing the Luka minutes yeah you know 
it's so hard to talk about Luka Doncic's game, especially from a Mavs podcast angle, because, you know, the moment you say anything uh, that is remotely like, oh, Luka's not the greatest human being to ever walk <laughs> the face of the earth, then, you know, you, you get some uh, some feedback from that. But Luka on the defensive side of the ball tonight was brutal. Like it, it was just it was really, really bad. And, you know, on offense, you know, he puts up 40 points, you know, 21 of those points came in the fourth quarter, you know, a handful of those points came there towards the end of him, him hitting a few threes. Um, he should have had way more assist in this game. So if you see any tweet 15, or, an, 16, or, or any analyst that's on TV saying, pop ball hog Luca, he should have had more assist in this game. Yeah, he should have had more assist, but that's not because he didn't pass it. It's because his teammates didn't hit the shots. Mavs missed 32 threes. How many of those do you think came from Luca? I'm going to guess like, I'm going to guess Thir- like 20, 38, you know, like, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> um, but, but on defense, Luca was really, really bad. And there's just no other way around it. They were targeting him. Bob Valgaris tweeted out towards the end of the game. He said they're targeting LD every time at this point. Even that last Jordan pull three, you know, which we had that little, little glimmer of hope there of like, oh, are they going to make this late, late run here and try to pull this off? That happened because Clay Thompson just drove right past Luca. They had to close in, pull his to three, blows the kiss to the crowd. Steph Curry, I mean, drives, I mean, how many times tonight for all the Mavs fans out there saying, what? Why are we blitzing Steph Curry for? Well, guess what they held off on some tonight was blitzing Steph Curry at times, and they just elected to just do the full switch, Luka on Steph. At first, wasn't too bad, but there were different times. Steph just went right past Luka, straight to the rim, layup at the rim. And it's like Luka's got to be able to hold his own on that, and he can't be a traffic cone on defense, especially late in the game when he is tired it's just part of it he's tired and he doesn't have the energy boxing out you're seeing that too to where they're just getting rebounds over him there was an offensive board there in the fourth quarter that you know they got the board put it went right back up andrew wiggins so it's just you know non-offense for luca tonight was was brutal and you talk about everything building on each other right like they missed three okay they missed threes luca has to work super hard to get these shots because the warriors perimeter defense is really good you know draymond yeah. wiggins clay you know, when they throw out um you know they throw out Otto porter there before he got injured which which stinks for him uh and then you get into kevon looney like they can't just do the same kind of things that they've been trying to do so luca has to work super hard to create these shots He's working super hard. They missed the threes. Well, then he has to work even harder because they're now all of a sudden going into a zone, which makes it so much harder yes. for Luka to work against. And so he's working extra hard. And then he comes back to the defensive end, and he's got nothing left, right? So it all kind of builds on each other. The Mavericks need extra you know, options on offense. And it seemed like they even kind of got some with Brunson and Dinwiddie in this game, but it wasn't enough. They need extra options to be able to, to work defenses like this so that Luka doesn't have to be the only guy getting attacked on the other end so that they can cover him a little bit more it's it's like they need they need an extra thing on offense to be able to, to build with Luka and they also need an extra a couple extra to like def, like good defenders so Luka just can't be targeted because look at what's happening on the other end Steph Curry they tried to target him they've tried to target him but when you have Wiggins, Draymond, Clay, and Looney as the other four guys out there with, with Curry, it's so much easier for them to find ways to hedge and to like to hedge and recover and to make up for the Curry getting attacked that he doesn't get stuck on an island one-on-one very much at all unless it's just on Brunson and they're they're kind of okay living with those plays at this yeah. point. So it's we're looking at the, the difference between these two teams. And, uh, and that's, that's the reason why the Mavericks are down 0-3. But coming up, let's talk about a couple other reasons why this Mavericks team was just so close in this game. They had options. 
They had opportunities in this game. They had a nine-point lead in the second quarter. What happened after that? We'll talk about that and more coming up. Before we do, let me tell you about Sakara. Sakara is a lifestyle. Sakara helps you with meals and snacks, and they give you a plan to help you uh, like fuel your body through the power of plants. It's a wellness company anchored in food as medicine with their mission to nourish your body through the power of plants. Gives you the tools you need to transform your life with their organic, ready-to-eat meal delivery program and functional wellness essentials. You've heard about the meal delivery systems. You know they, They'll give you the ingredients and send you meals and all that kind of stuff, but this one once you eat healthy, I have this problem all the time where I'm like, oh, dang, I want to eat something, but I want to eat healthy. The only way to get quick meals around here, it seems like, is fast food, and then you're just stuck in this vicious cycle of wanting to eat fast and wanting to eat healthy. Sakara will help you with that. My wife was eating them while we were on our trip to Golden State, and uh, she loved them. She usually hates salads, but she has loved Sakara's salads. She's loved the snacks. Uh, they have functional, plant-rich wellness essentials to help you create a body you love living in. From their best-selling metabolism super powder to the foundation, their daily supplement pack, Sakara's products are designed to support your wellness. Go to Sakara, and they're offering our listeners a 20% off discount. With their first order, go to Sakara.com slash LockedOn20. That's S-A-K-A-R-A.com slash LockedOn20, the number two, the, the, the number zero, Locked20, to get 20% off Sakara.com slash Locked20. Thanks for making Lockdown Mavs your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms. Make sure to go check out the Lockdown NBA Big Board Show with host Rafael Barlow from DFW and Richard Stamen, a.k.a. Mavs Draft on Twitter. They have everything for the NBA Draft free and available wherever you get your podcasts. All right, Isaac. We've been talking a lot about Luka Doncic and, and his defense, right? His defense was one of the reasons why the Mavs lost this game, and it's that's pretty clearly. I don't care what other what bias you have or what you're you're looking at. There's reasons for it, but look, go just go look at Andrew Wiggins' shot chart. Andrew Wiggins is going to get his moment in the sun right now. There's going to be a lot of talk about Andrew Wiggins, how good he was, how he's looking like a number one pick. He's back. His defense has been really good, for sure. On on Luca, he stayed ahead. He stayed in front of him. We've we've praised him before about how he hasn't fouled. Um, Wiggins is honestly playing better defense, it seems, than like Mikael Bridges, which is kind of wild to me mm-hmm. because Andrew was uh, Mikael Bridges was, uh, I thought, one of the best Luka defenders in the NBA. But Wiggins has been great. Uh, it helps to have the back, like, it honestly helps to have the backup of Draymond on one side and Looney on the other side. It's wild to have that as your one two, uh, as a you know, as a backline defense. But just go look at Andrew Wiggins' shot chart. He made one three, he missed. One, two, three, four other threes. He missed three mid-range jumpers, and he just hit all the rest of his shots inside the restricted zone. Like, I think his dunk on Luka was the farthest shot away that he made besides <laughs> that one three that he made. Uh, and it's all just because they set him up the same way they set Looney up in game two. They put him in the dunker spot. Luka had to come over and help, and uh, and they and they tried to attack Luka, and they were successful at it. Nobody else was in the, back there to defend it, so... Wiggins got a bunch of dunks in this game. Well, he he also had six offensive rebounds. And, you know, this is something with this Warriors team that, you know, when you're a, a slow-paced team like Dallas, well, what can you do if you're Golden State? Well, you can crash two on the offensive re- on the offensive boards because you you don't have the danger of a Dallas team getting the 
Because you got time. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> you got um, time to get something to eat. Because you you don't you don't have to worry about Dallas getting the ball and run up and down the floor because they're not a fast you know paced team. So they're crashing these boards with Wiggins and Looney, and that's why tonight, yeah, you know the rebounding stuff. We talk about it all the time. It's the offensive rebounding. Like I, I joke about the rebounding matchup not being the end all tell all because how many of these teams win, lose these rebounding battles, including Golden State at times, and then they win these games, but. The, I care more about offensive rebounding than yeah, I do sure. total rebounds. And tonight they had 14 offensive rebounds. You know, Golden State did, and Andrew Wiggins had six of those. So that's that's where Wiggins is having a heck of a series, like a heck of a series on, you know, he 27 points tonight. Obviously, he's playing good defense. But I just want to say this about Luka. Luka's defense isn't the only reason they lost tonight. We're not putting all the blame on Luka, but it's okay to say that Luka can improve. Like, this is Lucas' quote after the game. He said, the first three quarters, I played very bad. That's on me. I'm still learning. I think after this season is done, whenever we are, I'm going to look back and learn a lot of things. This is my first conference finals in the NBA. I'm 23, man. I'm still learning a lot. Like, this dude, know, like, he's 23, first conference finals. Yeah. He's like, I'm still learning. Like, I'm going to look back on the season and see what I have to learn. And it's okay for us to say Luka Doncic is a top five player in the NBA. He's sure. the player that every single franchise would start their franchise with right now Correct. if they could. Like It's okay to say all of that and still say, hey, the next level for him to get to is to get in better shape to where he can be better on defense and not just be better on defense, but be better on defense late in the game to where that can, his conditioning will help him be a better defender in the fourth quarter, help him box out and have that energy to, you know, keep guys off, off the offensive glass where he's not getting targeted as much as what he did. So that I, I wanted to point that out because that is the next stage for him. And tonight it was, it was evident. And I think that's what he's going to look back on and say, Hey, what can I learn from this deep playoff run? It's, Hey, this is where that conditioning is really going to help me out. Yeah, between that quote and between Jason Kidd's quote about, hey, you know, everybody picked us to win the title. That was a joke. You should take that as a joke. Like he was joking with with the media. Um, they're ahead of they're ahead of schedule with this, right? I mean, this is this is where we say you know, everything that the, that happens after the, after the first round series was gravy for the Mavericks. It was extra. They got a win against the Suns. That was an incredible franchise, you know, changing probably moment for for the Mavericks. It showed. Uh, confidence in a lot of their role players showed confidence in in Luca showed confidence in Brunson. There's a lot of really good things to take from the season, and so now you start taking the lessons. Now you start taking the okay, what separates us from a, from a title winning team? Uh, and I think in this game, if you want to take some positives from this game, this game showed all the things that the Mavericks struggle with that they need to address on the roster, right? Uh, Luca, it's got to be a little bit better defensively, but they also have to help him both on offense and on defense so that he isn't the only one that is able to create offense and the only one that's getting attacked on defense, right? Like they have to be able to, to cover for him in, the, in similar ways that the Warriors have done with Steph Curry. This Warriors team is so much more talented than the Mavericks. Like they have a guy like Wiggins that can have a 27 point night on any given day, but also, you know, Curry and Clay can have one and Poole could have one and, you know, Looney can have, you know, his, you know, finishing around the rim and have a really good game. And Draymond can have like a 10 assist game at certain games and, um, you know, hit a backpack wearing three. And like they have these guys that, that can go off and the Mavericks have three guys. They have Luka, Brunson, and, and Dinwiddie. Those guys can go off. Uh, everybody else is just reliant on threes and that's it. And uh, yeah, it, it, it's tough to to be in that situation. And now the Mavericks are learning from it and they're, they're moving forward. And um, 
But everything that they struggle, everything they struggle with in this game, to my my point is, uh, is something that we knew they would struggle with. Points in the paint got outscored by twelve. Second chance points. Golden State eighteen to four in second chance points. So where those fourteen offensive rebounds came into play. For sure, uh, they they struggled with you know stopping runs, which is like a, what a young team, an inexperienced young team does. Um, there's just a lot of different things that they learned in in this game that proves- you know would help out with stopping runs. Timeouts. I'm just kidding. Just hey, kidding, guys. Just I gave kidding. Jason Kidd flack, but he took a bunch of timeouts in this game, and uh, it didn't seem to matter at, at, at times in this game because the Warriors just have, you know, they they're they're ready for them. They're they're ready for Almost, them. And they just uh, come out and keep doing the same things. Luca threw down that one-handed dunk, and Steve Kerr called timeout. I almost tweeted out and said, "Hey, Steve Kerr knows when to call timeouts." But he did, run. though. That was a big moment. So that Luca dunk was uh, nine minutes and thirty-eight seconds left in the fourth quarter. Um, it felt like it was done. The Mavericks were down by twelve. Like it just felt like they were they were out of the game. End of the third quarter was just really tough. Uh, Luca was getting really in his head with the refs. And then all of a sudden he hits that dunk. The crowd gets back into it, maybe a sign of life. And then Golden State calls a timeout right there. Come out of it. Luca hits a step back three. Uh, and then, the, then they get a couple more moments where it feels like they're going to get back into it. And then there's you know a timeout or the Wiggins, the Wiggins dunk happened or something like that. And uh, Steve Kerr can do the thing where he doesn't call a timeout because his team can go out there and figure it out, right? Because that team's been together and they know. Um, but yeah, kid did call timeouts in, the, in this game. And uh, Good, yeah. just he ran out of options. One thing that they changed that we had talked about before was, um, will they just punt on the Nilakina Josh Green minutes? Will they just say, hey, yeah, the, the defense is is good from you guys, but we're getting zero from you on offense. And they gave all those minutes to Spencer Dinwiddie. They gave a bunch. They have a, a couple of them to Davis Bertans, who played about thirteen minutes. I said, hey, we're just gonna go all in on Dinwiddie. Go all in on. You know, Luca and Dorian playing 40 minutes and Bullock playing 40 minutes and Brunson playing 37 minutes and uh, and then not have these these guards that are kind of liabilities for us. And the Mavericks are without a couple, you know, a couple of rotation players in the in the in the lineup that, that to have these guys play so many minutes. That's another weakness for this Mavericks team there. They need a couple more players at the top and they also need another like rota- a couple more like rotation players. Now, maybe Tim Hardaway is that guy for next year, but they just still need another guy in that rotation for sure at the very least. Yeah. So let's talk about those role players in the third segment and let's talk about the lack of shooting tonight. Obviously it was a brutal night for Reggie Dorian. Let's talk about these guys in the supporting cast. But before we do, let me tell you about bet online. Can't imagine they have the odds up for <laughs> maps warriors right now. Um, they don't, uh, the, 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 Oh, this is wild. Celtics heat. The series line right now who do you think is favored and what do you think the line is series line the money line miami's favored heat minus 115 okay celtics minus 105 they're just hedging on that one that that is fascinating to me i i'm really interested to see how that one plays out who do you think is favored in the next game so game four for them uh who do you think is favored in that game boston at boston home. boston is favored by six and a half points so if you're feeling good about that Want to win money on, I guess, either of these teams? I guess you're not winning money on either of these teams right now for the series line. So go check it out. They also have NBA draft stuff. Who's the top? Who's the number one pick? Jabari Smith is the favorite right now. But Paolo, I feel like I feel like Paolo is going to be the pick. He's plus 475 to be the number one pick. So if you want to get in on that one early, go check out Bet Online. Check it all, out all the odds and trends. Bet Online, where the game starts. All right, Isaac Harris. 
So we talked about Luca. We've given we've given Luca both his credit, which Luca offensively was incredible in this game. 40 points, 11 boards. Should have had like 15 assists. Um, hit four of his nine threes. 14 of 17 from the free throw line. Like, just you know, had an incredible offensive game. Struggled defensively. Um, should have been a triple double, like you said. Like should have. They should have hit the shots, and he would have had a 40. Should have been easily a, tri- a triple double for him. But but one, another one of the reasons why the Mavericks lost this game was the role players. Role players didn't yeah. hit shots. Bullock was 0 for 7 from 3. He was 0 of 10 from the field. Uh, he did have 4 assists and 2 steals. He was chasing around. I thought he played some pretty good defense in this game, but he missed shots. Dorian only got 5 threes in this game, and that's a that shows that he's not um, you know, getting to his spots and moving around on offense as well because he's having to chase around Steph Curry. Maxi went 0 of 5 from three in this game and Maxi was back in his head. It felt like that was that slump at the end of the season for him. Um, he's passing up threes at times. Dinwiddie was the only guy really hitting threes and he still missed six of them. Um, but yeah. And then Dwight Powell is, is still like unplayable in this series. And it was even worse in this game tonight, but uh, the Mavericks role players, which is another reason why the Mavericks lost this game. That's part of their margin for, for error. If they're, if those role players aren't hitting threes, the team's not winning just is what it is. I just think it's adding up for the role players. I think it's adding up for Dorian and Reggie and Maxi and these guys. You know, I went back and looked at one of my previous tweets coming out of the Jazz series and saying, you know, Dorian has played in X amount of minutes out of the total minutes that he could play. And I mean, he played in almost every dang minute of that series because they had to, because it's basically him and Reggie as the only perimeter guys on defense. I actually looked up a little bit ago and I was like, I wonder what. I wonder if there's a big minute distrib- you know, or difference between, you know, like some of these Warriors guys and like Dorian and Reggie Bullock. Listen to this real quick. So they've played one two two more games than the Warriors in the playoffs. The Mavericks and have played two more games. The Mavericks played two more games than the Warriors right. and total in the playoffs. So Wiggins has played roughly after tonight's game, he's played roughly 461 minutes in the playoffs. Okay. Reggie Bullock has played 631 minutes. (laughs) (laughs) So, I mean, you just do your math on that. And it's like, and and I'm not saying that that's the, you know, like, oh, it's because the reason why the Mavericks have gotten here is because these guys can play that minute low. They've had to play these guys because their rotation is so short and it's the, it's what got him here, but it's also what's going to, what's going to do them in. Right. Like, yeah. And am I saying that if they played him in the first round, that this would be a totally different series? I'm not technically saying that either, no. but I do think the, these Mavs players would be, especially the wings. It just feels like Dorian. It feels like Maxi Reggie at times. It feels like they're just, you were finally starting, starting to see this kind of longer playoff run. Whenever you're running these guys, not just playing a ton of minutes, but, uh, like hard minutes chasing to guys like Devin Booker and Donovan Mitchell and, you know, Steph Curry and these guys for three straight series, it's adding up. And it, it's a focus for this roster moving forward of you got to have at least one more other guy on the wing, at least one more. I mean, arguably sure. A second guy too, to where you have three or four of these guys that can have some type of depth, but you just, you got to get, we got to get more than a six, possibly seven man. I mean, it's Dinwiddie off the bench Maxie's not playing well. And then after that, you're like trying to make some minutes work with Bertons or Frank or some of these guys. Like you just got to have a little bit more depth or like a solid guy that can guard guards, right? Like Bullock yeah. and Finney Smith are also being pulled out of their positions because they're had to, you know, guard guards. I think it was, um, it was either Mike Prada. Yeah. I think it was Mike Prada um, tweeted, you know, it's, 
a lot of people say that a Swiss Army knife on defense is used is used all the time for like all these different players. He said, but Dorian Vinny Smith really is a Swiss Army knife on defense. They've had to use him in so many different ways. And now he's had to chase Mitchell. He's had to chase, you know, Booker and Chris Paul. And now he's having to chase uh like Steph Curry and Clay Thompson. It, it is just wearing on him, right? Yeah. And uh and so the Mavericks are, are seeing that, but this is what it takes to be a championship level team. You have to have that many guys, and you have to have that many guys that are on that level. And we're seeing the difference between the, the Mavericks right now and the and the Warriors right now. That difference in minutes is striking. To play two hundred more minutes in a playoff run? Not yeah, not right at it, but basically like what, a hundred and seventy, you know, difference between well, the two? Four between four hundred and six hundred. I mean, it's like a lot of, Yeah. It's a lot of a lot of minutes. But it's because the this Warriors team has uh, is deeper and they're able to play less guys. And they even they even short up their rotation in this game too. No Damian Lee minutes. Um, Toscano Anderson came back and played like five minutes. Um, they played Moses Moody 16, but Otto Porter had to be out because of that injury that he went out with. But the, their starters played a, a bunch of minutes for them. You just look at the difference between what the Mavericks starters had to play and what's a lot for them and what's a lot for this, yeah. this Warriors team. Or, um, and, and it's maybe not even, hey, we got to add one or two people, but it's it's the thing that we've talked about a lot in roster construction that we've always liked these role guys. It's just yeah. they've always had to play in this kind of upper weight class. We're like, man, they're almost asking too much of them. Yeah. So maybe you go out and you get, an, you get a guy that pushes some of these guys down to where Dwight Powell, we, we've been talking about Dwight Powell. It's like Dwight Powell, he would be great coming off the bench. Bring him off the bench in these situational moments where, yeah, depending on the team or the matchup, and play 10 to you know 15 minutes. If he's coming off the bench, it's much different than him being a starting center and he's only playing seven minutes tonight. So that's the type of stuff of, you know, you either add a few more pieces to it or you go into it saying, hey, we're going to add, which I think that they're, they're going to try to do probably in the offseason saying, Hey, we want to get more top-end talent that maybe pushes some of these other guys down a level. Are you saying that the Mavericks will have Dallas is going to get a seat at the table? Oh God, the amount of people! Shout out to the amount of people who replied to you know when we had Nico on the pod the other day. We talked to him at practice, and uh, the amount of people were like, "Hey, did you ask him if we had a seat at the <laughs> table?" A seat at the table. <laughs> uh, what? What? Do you have any thoughts or moments of opt- reasons for optimism for Game Four? Yeah, I mean, we... we <laughs> <laughs> no, listen, like, we have Luca, and, you know, you, you want to bet on, like, are we really going to have... I mean, now, this is, what, two out of the three games of this series that the that our shooters have, you know, just shot poorly, you know? Like, the first game, it was brutal. Then we come back that second game and hit 21 threes. And ironically, I think it's kind of funny to laugh at now saying, ironically, it was after game two that everybody's like, live by the three, die by the three. And all of a sudden, I'm like, oh, they hit 21 three-pointers. What are we talking about? <laughs> and so it's like, and now we, we you know, come back to this game in game three, only hit 13, 29% from three. Get murdered. Yeah, so it's <laughs> so it's two out of three games in which our shooters have just they just haven't hit from the outside. So I think your optimism from it is saying, all right, one, it's at home. The Mavericks, that's been a really cool thing about this playoff series or this playoff run is the fact that they've won games at home this in this playoff. Like, you know, last year they didn't win a single game at home. We're like, dang it, we gotta wait another year for them to win a home playoff game. So it's at home, game four. You have Luka Doncic, backs against the wall, and you you want to bet on these shooters, these guys who've been shooting over forty percent from three that they'll they'll hit their shots again and they'll bounce back like they did in game two. So I think that's your that's your reason of optimism heading into game four. 
however you feel yeah that plus luca in elimination game I mean, he's been yeah. inc- he's been incredible in elimination games th- throughout his playoff career um you know 40 40 30 like 39 like that he's just put up a ton of points in elimination games but yeah that's your reason for optimism is the reason why the mavericks lost these games is that the threes didn't fall threes didn't fall at a historic rate in games one and now in game three and so if they do fall and everything else goes right for you like it did in in this game then maybe you know then then you get a a win in that uh in game four so those are your reasons it's true desperation now well now now you also saw spencer dinwiddie have some success attacking. He was, he was attacking yeah. and aggressive. Now, sometimes he flew into the lane and was like, I'm just going to go in no matter what happens and drive it. Whoever is there. And I'm just going to try to go to the free throw line. And he did get to the free throw line four times, but he had some success finally attacking. He hit four threes and then he was able to get in the, get inside and hit a couple of shots inside and get fouled a couple of times. You saw some success from him. So maybe that's, that's something that you can build on to build a little bit more offense. And so now, you know, if, if Luca Brunson and Dinwiddie are going, and then the shooters start, you know, maybe start hitting a couple threes, and it regresses back to the, you know, the way that it's been, then then that's that's your recipe to win some games. Yeah, I mean, you bounce back off the bench. Like they just had 13 points off the bench the other night, and we're like, all right, they got to get more production off the bench. And Dinwiddie had 26. <laughs> you know, Max or Bertrand. Well, he got 28 only. off the bench, but 26 <laughs> of them came from one player. So hey, but that two points from Bertans was that cool dunk and the yeah, crowd was, loved him. that was a moment where i thought that they could get back into the game too yeah yeah but but dinwiddie having that bounce back game you know was key for that and yeah i mean they just desperately need that i mean it, it's sad when you like look at the rest of the roster because they had just doing quick math here 86 points between luca brunson and dinwiddie they only scored 100 total so that means outside of those three guys only 14 points was scored and nine <sighs> of those 14 was dorian so you could even you can even do it a step further from that and saying, you know, the three guards and Dorian, you know, scored ninety five out of the hundred points for the map. So <laughs> they just need they just need a little bit Is more. That bad. <laughs> I I wouldn't say it's great. So. <laughs> So, uh, but, but we'll see. We'll see if they bounce back. You know, obviously, game four is coming up on Tuesday night, and you know. I, it felt like at times in the second half tonight, it's like, man, I felt like this whole team's just like trying to catch their breath at the same time. It's like they've been hit with this kind of wave and it's like, man, it's been a long run um, for them. You know, it's the first time in the conference finals since we've been covering the team and since, gosh, 2011. And um, it's such a cool learning experience. So I, I'm really curious to see how they respond in uh Let's get let's get a dub at home on Tuesday night. We'll be there no matter what, guys. Thanks so much for listening to Lockdown Mavs. Boom. Oh!